In a time where parents have the weight of a thousand decisions on their shoulders and every step is like walking in quicksand, adventure's probably not in your focus. However, research shows families who adventure are more resilient and have significantly healthier minds and bodies. The purpose of this podcast is to help families connect through simple and authentic adventure experiences. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, your online community designed to help you connect, reach your summit, and create meaningful adventure experiences with your family. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Sherpa. I'm your host, Heidi Dusick. If you are new here, welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, a brand designed to support families connecting through adventure based on the pillars of simplicity, authenticity, and connection. If you've been here for the last 100 episodes, thank you. This is the 101 episode, so we're going to take us back to the basics of this brand, but also practice different ways that we can support family connection through simple and authentic adventure experiences. My intention has always been to create content to support leading a lifestyle of family adventure, really creating and fostering lifelong memories. And in doing so, hopefully, the better we get at it, the more we're willing to share Hence, the Sherpa philosophy, to help others reach their summit through generous curiosity. If we look at the very basics of adventure, using kind of that simple brand pillar, the act of getting outside your comfort zone is usually what I refer to as what adventure really means. It's an invitation to try something new. To support this pillar, one of the things we offered early on was the Everyday Adventure Challenge, a 60-day approach to practicing simple adventures with your family. I'm actually moving this into an evergreen opportunity that you can sign up for. It's not ready yet. It'll be launching in the, in the new year. But I wanted you to know that this is so important because it was the foundational practice behind how we are moving into a gap year as a lifestyle. When we stop viewing adventure as an epic summit, We begin to look differently in our own neighborhood. We notice things such as brown signs, which are local attractions that have been designated as points of interest. On episode 41, The Adventure Potential of Brown Signs, we dove deep into what is available in brown signs that can reveal new opportunities for adventure. And often they don't come with these large admission fees. So when sometimes when we think of adventure, we think of like a theme park, like a roller coaster or something of that nature. While there might be a fee associated with going to a local brown sign, usually they're smaller or lower cost things and they reveal hidden gems about the area. So I think brown signs are just a simple way to start to look at how you could have adventure experiences differently. Simple also suggests we focus on the little things, not necessarily adding more details or worrying about the little things, I actually encourage it to be the opposite. When we can start to make adventures less stressful, to not worry if we have all the right things, it becomes so much more meaningful because inevitably, usually something goes wrong anyway, and that's usually what's memorable. When we stack simple adventures, it's like we're building the blocks of a foundation that is designed to allow families to have a big adventurous lifestyle experience. So when you, again, over time, these little things stacked on top of each other really make for rich experiences. 
So how can I make this easier for other families? That was always one thing in the back of my mind is how can I do this? What can I do to create content for you? Who could I have as guests? And how can I make this easier? And so one of the ways we do this in the Ordinary Sherpa Facebook group, we celebrate adventure wins every week. And I haven't done it for a couple of weeks, but I wanted to highlight a couple from a few weeks ago because I think it demonstrates a core tenant of this brand around simplicity. I'm going to share just a couple of members' uh, responses to celebrate an adventure win of the week. Tracy said, we saw a performance by the Ho-Chunk Nation and learned all about the regala. Then we went up to the observation tower of the Wisconsin State Capitol for a whole new view of our city. Kimberly I snuck away for a solo ride and got lost in the trails in a good way. There's really no way to truly get lost in the network I was on. So I just added two miles of some gnarly rocky hills. Kel commented that we had a busy day with friends at the zoo, then had a campfire and enjoyed some glow light fun on the trampoline. Jenna shared, we took the toddler on his first ferry ride, a small adventure, but a fun one. Hillary said, we did some painting in the pouring rain with food dye. Elizabeth said, we let the dinosaurs out. Dinovember is like Elf on the Shelf. It makes this month so magical for our kids. The first week, the dinos take away the TV remotes and the tablets. Requires us to play outside more, play in general, and have more family story time and game nights. Becca states, when fall turns to true winter, it takes some motivation to get two littles dressed to go outside, especially if we don't have much time. But we've been working hard to make it happen, and we all feel better and refreshed afterwards. I love these. How many of these things really required something specific in order to have an adventure experience? Maybe a bike, maybe some glow sticks, maybe some winter gear just to be comfortable. But when we focus on the experience, there's actually very few things that we need in order to adventure. And I don't know about you, but I'm on a mission to find some dinosaurs. How cool is Dinovember? I think the power of this brand is the collective experiences that we share in this community to help make adventure easier and more enticing for families. Moving on to this idea of authenticity, and I think this is a buzzword, so I don't want to like ramp up in that concept. But what it really means is do what aligns with you and your interests. By building a foundation of simple adventure experiences, we no longer feel compelled to check the box of a bucket list. Instead, we can encourage doing what is meaningful and memorable for your family. The intention's less about the external indicators and more about what does family thriving look like for you. We've turned our love of travel into an intention that we call untourism, a way to travel differently. Each child has established a travel intention that fits their personality and interests. And my little monster's travel goal is to taste the best ice cream in all 50 states. And since I'm sucker for a quick Google search, one of the things I like to do is just do free things for families in the destination. It's always so much easier to, though, to know what I'm actually looking for. So if I know I'm looking for a small batch homemade ice cream, it's much easier to find it. If I know that I'm looking for a bike trail or if I know that I'm looking for a hike or something unique for kids to do, it's easier to find it. And I think one thing that we have found is that even if we don't find it online, when we get there, we can ask people and there's really very little risk. People love to share their ideas with you. Unless maybe, of course, someone doesn't like ice cream. And I didn't even know that was a thing, but I don't think that there's a risk in asking someone to share their favorite ice cream stop. I think untourism has become a regular practice in empathy as well. 
seeing things from others' perspectives. When we joined Harvest House and Boondockers Welcome, we wanted to have conversations with people who appreciated that type of lifestyle, meaning we were going to be RVing around the country or camping around the country. We wanted to stay and meet people who also appreciated RVing or camping. And just as a heads up, Harvest House is having a huge sale. So I do have a link in the show notes. If you use promo code FRIENDS30, you can get a significant discount. I think it's $30 off um, if you use it before January 2nd. So just a heads up on that one. That membership has been really fun for us because it allows us to really connect with locals and we get to know so much more about the local community as well. So it's like getting a backstage pass to what is unique about the adventures or the hidden gems of that local community. We've even found that even if it's just a quick weekend getaway, we like using Boondockers Welcome as well because it's just different and it's a lot cheaper than we're not paying camping fees to stay at some RV resort. I don't know. We just like it. But from a place of authenticity, I encourage you to notice who are you listening to as well. It's very easy to get bogged down in all these external messages. A few years ago, I posted on a Facebook group that my daughter's Christmas list included a big, expensive LOL doll, which to me was kind of a plastic piece of junk. And I knew that it wasn't something that really, it wasn't going to have lasting impact. And likely we would lose half the pieces. So I just asked for parents to share what other ideas were they getting for their kids that supported kind of bonding time or connection or play outside or something of that nature. And the response was interesting. I had several people tell me that if I didn't get what my daughter was asking for, I was going to deprive her of her dreams. One person even mentioned that all she wanted for Christmas was a Barbie car when she was growing up and she never got it. And I just kind of laughed because part of me could start to feel like the pressure then to buy that item for my daughter. But I realized these people don't know me and they probably aren't really in alignment, nor do they really appreciate that we're a practical family that appreciates minimalism. So if my daughter's dream is to get a crappy piece of plastic, then I feel like I failed as a mother. Girl, dream bigger. It was pretty clear that this person did not have a connection with us, nor did they know our family values. My kids already receive plenty of toys and the hand-me-down items that we already get are usually their favorites. I wanted to send a different message. I wanted to think differently about how we are using these external messages to inform our beliefs. By being authentic and deciding what makes sense for your family, it allows you to act more intentionally as well. So for me this year, that meant I completely ignore Black Friday and Cyber Monday noise. I'm a sucker for a good deal, but our intentions are different this year. We actually want less things in our life. My small win is that I did not make one purchase on the biggest shopping day of the season, which is a very big shift from my 30-year-old self. And just to close the loop, what we did end up getting my daughter that year was one of those huge swings that can hang from a tree branch. And it's very relaxing. It's a lot of fun. We've had a lot of joy and laughter and just chill time even out on that swing. So just so you know, for $50, you can get a lot of cool things. If we look at the concept of connection, supporting family connections, I think it's also easy to do things that are quick, easy wins, like a bunch of presents. (laughs) And while that's fun, we have found that during holidays with extended family time, 
the screens are what steal our attention. So for me, a long time practice or one of the intentions behind vacation was that vacation was a way for us to have uninterrupted family time when my husband and I could break away from daily distractions and just enjoy time together. We were connecting as a family over adventure. And I think when you start to find your people, you find your tribe, you start to realize there's other options. We don't have to check the boxes and go to all the places. You can bring the kids and engage them in your interests. Sometimes that is traveling. Sometimes it's hunting. Sometimes it's fishing. Sometimes it's just learning things differently. After a series of these experiences, we've now developed a lifestyle that supports traveling often, being outdoorsy, and doing the things we've dreamed about. We've designed a life that we are falling in love with all over again. It doesn't mean it's easy. It means that it's challenging us to not fall back into what's comfortable. So our approach for this year is less stuff, more experiences. How do you do that? I think just keeping in mind, especially as we go into this holiday season, by keeping it simple, it's more about what will happen after the gift than the actual gift itself. It's about the purpose, not the price. And it's also this intention, can we reuse it or repurpose it if it's a non-consumable? So there's a lot of different ways we can think about less stuff, more experiences. We can think about more travel experiences and how we nurture a travel type experience. So I mentioned earlier, Harvest House is one way that we're fostering and encouraging that membership supports us going on road trips together. And it's less expensive in the long run. It might also mean we're looking at less stuff, more outdoor experiences. That might be equipment to encourage outdoor play. And it could be everything small like jump ropes and sidewalk chalks to skates or sleds. It depends what you're looking for. And we always encourage buying used. There's very, especially when kids are little, there's very rarely a time when I feel like we need brand new equipment. There's things like swings and slack line or stowaway nets that can turn your backyard into a fun little adventure scene. There's also big things. You know, maybe you're trying to build a lifestyle around a certain activity. Maybe it's a large family gift like a trampoline or a bike or ski equipment. I think it's also easy to add things that help make outdoor time more comfortable. Things like base layers, good socks, good mittens, good boots, things of that nature. I think just help you be more comfortable when you are outdoors. We have also considered things that support experiences of making outdoors a habit. So maybe it's things like if they like to ride a bike, it's buying a trail pass. Or if they want to go for a horseback ride, we try to get them a horse trail type experience. We've also done things like I have a motor and a gearhead person. So we'll look at things like a racetrack or a rental experience. And this year for our kids, we knew we wanted to ski extensively on our gap year. So we purchased indie ski passes for the entire family. You can have less stuff and more backyard experiences. So it's not always about going places. In our state, in the state of Wisconsin, a state park pass for residents is $28. This is something our organization is buying all of the staff this year as a Christmas gift to encourage them 
to get outside, go enjoy the outdoors, but also take care of yourself. Memberships to local attractions. Another membership we purchased is the ASTC. So most science museums or children's museums have this reciprocity program. So you can buy a membership to a local, which is a local nonprofit, and that gives you free admission when you are traveling to different places around the country that have reciprocity. So maybe it's not a museum. Maybe it's a membership to a local climbing gym or an amusement park or a local pool or aquatic center. What will help your family have more adventure experiences together? I think that's what I like to think about in the back of my mind is how are we going to use this and how is it going to build excitement and family time together? Sometimes it's tools, having things be easier, make life easier. We purchase day packs, like travel backpacks, and it's just easy for us now because we know the day pack has all of our stuff for our biking gear. We can quick grab and go. Maybe it's a pool bag or a special beach bag or something that just makes life getting to the beach a lot easier. So you can have all of these different things or these experiences to gift. And one of the things I hear in that is that, but what about the process of opening the gift, right? It's so fun and magical to open the gift and have that surprise factor with kids. And I think every parent hopes that gasp and smile reaction is what is on the other end of that gift. It's one of those magical elements that makes giving so much fun. And it seems like if we gift experiences, we might lose some of that, but it doesn't have to be that way. One of the ways we've done this over the years is when I was in high school, my mom discovered the pickle ornament. The pickle ornament's literally an ornament that looks like a big giant green pickle. And it matched the color of the tree. So, and the story we were told was that the child that finds the pickle ornament would receive an extra gift. And as a young adult, it became the thing my family looked forward to. After the last gift was unwrapped, we would charge the tree in search of the pickle ornament. Sometimes it would take us over 30 minutes. And usually the prize wasn't even something we would remember. It may be a game, it may be a lottery ticket, a scratch-off lottery ticket, or a movie. It wasn't usually the gift. It was the act. It was the experience of finding that silly pickle. It was funny. Like I said, we rarely cared about the prize, but we still remember the experience. We often joke like it was my mom's way to quickly undecorate the tree because usually with five or six or actually as spouses came into the mix, there was sometimes eight or 10 people looking at all different angles of the tree. As I implied, gifting the experience can also be part of the process. And without getting into too much overthinking here, I wanted to give you a couple of ways to think about how to gift an experience without losing the magic of their reaction. So I've got four different examples of how to gift it and make it fun. One is to turn the gift into an adventure. Scavenger hunts are one way. I think it's just easy maybe for me because it's having a couple of clues to help them find their gift. And most of the time, this is just a lazy way to present a gift, especially things like large gifts, such as bikes and things of that nature that are just, if I put it out in front of the tree, you kind of take away that anticipation. I don't have to wrap it, number one. But we also prolong that experience by trying to find the next clue. So this is added anticipation with each clue. The second way we've done this is when we gift travel, we may wrap smaller items to craft a story and have them guess where we were going. Sometimes it's a gift that includes a piece to a bigger family puzzle, like 
literally a family puzzle. That puzzle then aligns with our destination that we're going to. The third way we've done this is to do what I call a reverse advent calendar. So instead of counting down, we count up and each day we make a link on a chain or we do something to help build up to that experience that we're going to be anticipating together. One of the ways we were going to do this this year is as we lead up to our gap year and some of the things we're going to be experiencing on that gap year, there's a paper chain and each day they write something on the chain that they want to do on the gap year. So it's a fun way kind of to build, instead of doing our monthly adventure list, we're creating a paper chain for our gap year adventure list. And I think the fourth way is just to do something small that will be used during the experience that they'll need. So for example, when we gifted the trip to Hawaii, the kids all got a full face snorkel mask. They were so excited about the snorkel mask that we had to go swimming at the local pool and give them a try. And we had one of the most ridiculous family pictures to remember that experience gift. I try to think of unconventional items that they need over the novelty of just giving away another clue. So try to think through how you can use the item after the experience. I do want to wrap this up, though, with this caution, too, that not all experiences pan out the way you imagine. One summer, we were visiting my aunt and uncle in Alaska, and they had a treehouse in their yard. And the younger two played in this treehouse for hours. So when we got home, everybody wanted a treehouse. And my husband and I connected that idea to our experience in Alaska. Being that my husband is handy, we decided to build a treehouse for their Christmas gift. The only challenge is we had attached so many memories and emotions to that treehouse that when we finally had one, it just wasn't as much fun. It became comfortable. It was less exciting. So we spent large amounts of money and time to create an experience. And I just caution you, not everyone attaches the same emotions to an experience. And while it's fun to remember those experiences, it's different than trying to recreate it. So I hope you head into this holiday season and use this episode to help you think about using simplicity, authenticity, and connection in your gift giving, or consider how might you offer less things and create more experiences to help foster connection through family adventures. If you have an idea that you'd like to share about turning gifts into an experience or a mini adventure, come join us on the Ordinary Sherpa Facebook group and share or steal different ideas to make your family holiday a little bit more meaningful with family experiences this year. Until next week, keep on adventuring value from today's show, here are three easy ways you can support us. Subscribe to Ordinary Sherpa Podcast on the platform you're listening to. It lets the providers know that you're getting value from the show and want to be around when we release additional content. If you feel compelled, leave us a review. Two, find your friends, family, and others you think would enjoy this show and share this episode. Three, and most importantly, join the community of families interested in creating authentic experiences through simple adventures by going to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash community. We want to hear from you and create content that would benefit your family. Thanks for joining us on this journey as we help families connect through adventure.